This is the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose, and have fun while doing it. All for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Hi guys, and welcome back to another Transformational Tuesday with your host, me, Dr. Nicolia. I'm so excited that you guys are here and joining me. If you're new to me, welcome. If this is a returning time of you listening to my podcast, welcome back. Today's going to be a little bit of a different episode, but I'm going to share a little bit about my own experience with divorce and the lessons I learned along the way and what I wish I knew. And the reason that I'm going to share that is because I think a lot of us have you know, breakdowns of marriages. Um, Research actually says there's a divorce that happens every 33 seconds. So that's almost like um, half of us are are experiencing a divorce based on research statistics. And so I want to share this because I think that other people could benefit from my own learning experiences because these are things that I wish that I knew prior to. You know, obviously when you get married, you have all these big plans for your future. You have all these hopes and these big visions and these big dreams and you're excited and you're looking forward to it and then for some of us we have to we have to file for a divorce Um, research says that there's a divorce happening you know every time a couple says their vows there's upwards of like four to five divorces happening in that time frame that's crazy like that is absolutely a crazy statistic but it shows that these are things that we need to be more educated on and more knowledgeable about Obviously, no one gets married with the plan to get a divorce, but unfortunately, some of us experience this. When I asked for my divorce, I didn't really think it through. I didn't think about the financial impact it would have on me. I didn't think about the emotional toll it would have on my overall well-being. I didn't think about how it would hurt my children. Um, I didn't think about the, the stigma that I would go on and continue to carry. I didn't think about all the time that I had invested or all the time that I fought for us to be together. I didn't think about the love, the time, the energy or effort that I had invested. All I didn't even think about like the plans or the dreams or the hopes that we had. All I wanted was to be free of the pain, to be free of the hurt, to be free of the embarrassment. And it felt like the only answer at the time was a divorce. And so I'll never forget you know, the night that I made the decision. And it was the weirdest thing because there were plenty of times that I thought about it, but I never, you know, went forward with it. And this night, for whatever reason, I just would not allow myself to to think anything different. And so I, I sent a text message. I filed for a divorce the next day. And before court, I started kind of thinking about when he'd be able to see our children. And I just was like creating a plan of like how to create boundaries And I remember, you know, my ex-spouse wanting to talk to me and I just wouldn't talk. And I remember shutting down because I was like, I don't want him to try to change my mind. You know, I knew I was at such a vulnerable place that I didn't want anything he said to try to change my mind. I was so stuck. And I remember thinking, I should probably, you know, talk to somebody about this. But I was also so embarrassed that I just couldn't, I couldn't think to talk to anybody. I couldn't think to, to reach out and get support. I just wanted to make my decision. I wanted it to, I wanted to have like tunnel vision, no distractions, no outliers, no, nothing throwing me off course. I just wanted it to happen. And to be honest, I I thought it would be simple, right? I thought I'd be able to just file and sign and we'd appear and it'd be done. But after, you know, waiting for two months, 
I finally, we finally had our first court date and then we proceeded to fight for 18 months. And I spent so much money on the divorce that I don't even, I can't even put it into words, like how devastating it was on me financially and the impact it had on my household and, and the things that I was and wasn't able to do for my children. And looking back, that was one of my biggest regrets is being underprepared, like gravely underprepared and not understanding, you know, what I needed. I wish at that time I had someone that could talk to me and share their experience. I wish that I knew it was okay to not be okay. I wish it, I knew it was okay to even reach out and ask for support. Um, I wish that I knew it would be helpful to talk to people that had gone through that experience. And so because I, I learned the hard way, it took me a really long time to get support. But once I was able to get support, I realized that a lot of the things that I was experiencing, I wasn't alone, although I, I was led to believe I was alone by myself. You know, I was led to, to allow myself to think that I was alone because of embarrassment and shame. And so Today, I just want to share the top lessons I learned through this experience. And so the first lesson that I learned was everyone's healing process is unique. We all heal in different ways. And the problem is many of us, when we're feeling difficult emotions or dealing with difficult emotions, we want to cover them up with things that make us comfortable. And so that's why people will like drink or smoke or um, have sex or stay busy. And, they, and all these things feel good at the front end. But ultimately, all they're doing is delaying the inevitable, right? You eventually have to deal with the pain and process the difficult emotions in the long run. And so even though you're out drinking and you're numbing that pain for the two to three hours you're out drinking, when alcohol wears off, not only is it a depressant, so you're naturally going to feel depressed, but you're going to feel more depressed because you step back into reality and you've never processed the thoughts. You've just kind of pushed them down or shoved them down. And the same thing with staying busy. Like you stay busy at work, you're not with your friends, but eventually you have to go home. You have to recognize that your bed is empty or that there's nobody there to talk to. And so it doesn't really fix the problem. And while the healing process is painful, and I'm not going to, you know, sit here and sugarcoat it, the healing process is extremely painful. The worst thing you can do is expect that it's going to take a week or a day or a month. Research says it can take upwards of four years. Now, for some people, it doesn't take that long. For some people, it takes longer. But the truth is we cannot rush it. And when we do, when we try to rush the healing process, we end up reliving the same exact situation. And so that's why a lot of people bring hurt from their old relationships into their new relationships. That's why people bring a lot of like bitterness and baggage into their new relationships from their old relationships because they've never really taken time to heal. And so it's really, really important that you understand that the healing process takes time um, and it's a journey, but it's one that you have to fight through. And when you do, you'll understand the, the benefit and how it truly is, is worth it. The second lesson that I learned is that nobody wins in divorce. Many times when we think that we want revenge on our ex or we want them to suffer because they made us feel a certain way or because they hurt us or things didn't go the way that we want. But divorce hurts and it hurts everybody involved, not just you, not even just your ex, but your children, your family, your mutual friends. And so the reality is nobody wins. No matter if you got what you wanted in court, you still lost the dreams and the hopes and the desires you had. No matter if um, you didn't have to fight or even if you might have been the one that filed, it still hurts. When you begin to understand that your focus shouldn't be on the winning battle, it should actually be focused on your healing, you'll be able to start stepping into that healing. And that's going to that's going to make a big change for you. Um, a third lesson that I learned that was probably one of the most difficult lessons is that holidays and special days are probably one of the most difficult times 
And sometimes it doesn't even feel like they, they get better. And this is true about healing. Sometimes with healing, we, um, it, healing, a lot of people think that healing is like these big, tremendous breakthroughs, but sometimes healing is like these small, little insignificant changes that we don't even notice until it's months or years down the road. And we're like, wow, that no longer bothers me. Or wow, I really learned how to, to tackle that difficult emotion. And so you got to be patient with that process because sometimes you can't see it. But with holidays and special days, I would, I'll be honest, I wouldn't say that was painful for me for probably two to three years. And sometimes it, it still triggers but just think about it. You guys had plans and dreams and, you know, a system and a routine for each of these days. And as those days come when you're a single, it's difficult because sometimes you can't even you can't you don't even know what to do because you're so used to the other person. Like maybe you went to their mom's house on Christmas or maybe you guys did a special meal for Thanksgiving together, whatever it is. And so redefining that is hard. And I think some of the hardest parts about it is that sometimes people don't know how to support you. And so they don't they don't know what to do. I remember, you know, one Christmas that I had to be alone for Christmas. I had family members invite me to their house for Christmas. And while that is a nice way to support me for me personally all it was was a trigger you know because I'm like well I'm gonna watch someone else's kids open gifts on Christmas but not my own and so I chose to stay alone which actually wasn't any more helpful than me going to watch someone else's kids open gifts and so you kind of just have to learn what works for you and you have to redefine your holidays you have to redefine what you want your holidays to look like and what you want them want them to be um, and plan in advance. Don't wait for the holiday or the special day to get there and then say like, okay, well, this is what it is I'm going to do or this is, this is, it is what, you know, what I want. Plan it in advance so that when the days get there, you're not taken by surprise or wondering like how you're going to get through it. The next thing is that getting support doesn't make you weak. What I see a lot of times when I work with clients is that they want sympathy. They want people to understand their side of the story. They want people to feel bad for them. They want people to understand that they're a victim and that they didn't ask for it. And they want people to feel sorry for them. But the truth is getting sympathy is not going to get you to the other side. It's not going to get you through your healing journey. Getting sympathy is actually one of the very things that will keep you stuck and stagnant and bitter and resentful and angry. And so you have to understand that not don't get sympathy. Don't seek sympathy. Seek support. Not only does support not make you weak, it's the very thing that will allow you to heal. Like it's the very thing that will give you practical steps and strategies and tips that you can take that will put you in a position to truly heal that pain, to truly heal that hurt. I know um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is helping people get the support they need on this journey because a lot of times you're embarrassed or you feel ashamed or you walk around with the scarlet letter D on your forehead and you want to hide and you know you're like a turtle you want to go into your shell because it just hurts so bad and so I have created a totally free course which I will put in the show notes called um, seven simple steps to survive your split and it walks you through the simple strategies and steps that you need to take to heal from the hurt of divorce do not run from the support that you can get during this time because for me, support was the very thing that allowed me to heal. And so it, support could look like hiring a coach. It could look like going to a local group at your church. It could look like going to divorcecare.org. Um, it could look like, you know, taking this course. But you need support. Do not ever allow yourself to believe, despite what your situation tells you, that you are alone in this divorce journey. Finally, the last and most impactful lesson that I learned through this process and wish that I knew is that broken things can be rebuilt. So a lot of times we believe like if we drop a glass plate and it breaks, that it's over, right? 
But what if you glued the plate back together? No, it's obviously not going to be the exact same plate. It's not going to look the same way, but it's still a plate, right? And there's still parts about it that could be beautiful. There's still parts about it that could be utilized. And that's how I like to look at us in the divorce process. Many times when you go through a divorce, your life makes no sense. And there, there is no resemblance of the life that you once knew to what you currently have. And so you're questioning your value. You're questioning your worth. Your self-esteem is shattered. Your confidence is shattered. But what I learned what I learned is that while you can never be the exact same you were before, you can allow God to mend you and put you back together better than before. For me, the very things that broke me were the things that I was able to build upon, that I was able to, to grow upon. While my divorce broke every single part of me, that experience really allowed me to get to know myself more in depth. It allowed me to recreate and reinvent myself and it allowed me to get to create a life that I'm proud of. And so, you know, there, like I said, there was a point in my life where I was so embarrassed. I was so mortified about what I experienced with my divorce. And here I am, look at me and I'm talking about it. I write books about it and blogs about it, create courses about it and coach other people through their healing journey. If I hadn't gone through what I'd gone through, I wouldn't be here today being able to share and encourage and support those that are also struggling. And so my strength, my struggles allowed me to stumble upon my strength. And for that, that's something I'm forever grateful for. So no matter what you're thinking, no matter what you see in front of you, understand that this is not where it ends unless you decide this is where it ends. There will be smiling again. There will be happiness again. There will be love again. There will be life again. You just have to invest in the healing process and know that you're so worth it and that your future can be brighter than your past. You just got to believe it. So before I go, you know, I got to ask a question. What would your life look like if you committed to healing through this journey? Let me know. Make sure you check out the show notes so you can sign up for the seven simple steps to survive your split. And until next Tuesday, I'll chat with you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Nicoya show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams. I love seeing you guys engaging in all your takeaways. Plus, every time you share this with someone, it gives you a chance to let them also enjoy the show as well. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of the Dr. Nicolia Show.